0: Welcome to the Real Talk Podcast, where we create conversation and community among real people about everyday issues. This is a place for you to hear truth, connect with others, and find answers
1: to your questions. Here's your host, Alan Reed. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Real Talk. We have the whole team back to wrap up our series on less chaos. James, welcome back from quarantine. It's good to be back. How was it? uh you looked like you were having fun that's why i'm asking no i was not
2: having fun at all it was (laughs) awful was was it 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 was awful i hate being at home alone oh i thought you were gonna talk about covid like oh i hated that too but that lasted like a day wow okay
1: well good so yeah the day that we saw you we're having a meeting about this real talk and uh, you were just i think you were on medication I might have been. You were bebopping around. <laughs> For all you know, I'm still on vacation. Hey, bebopping. I used it again. You did. Yeah. It is. I'm proud it's of you. coming back. You're welcome, guys. Well, today we're going to be talking about finances, and the whole topic is really on just chaos and how can we live life differently, create margin in our life, and, and all those things so we're not living stressed out all the time, and of course- Finances, it has to be a part of that conversation. Of always. And, uh, so, so to kick us off, uh, here's a question for you. What is the silliest or the dumbest or the most embarrassing thing that you have ever spent your money on?
0: Oh, man. And
2: we Whoa. didn't prep. We didn't, I didn't prep even think we
0: didn't
1: know, so it's not that. in my handout. Yes. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It is not. It
0: is not on the show
1: notes. Well, since you guys hadn't had time to prepare, and James gave me this. Yeah, please, please give us some. Wow. Because I'm the host. Yeah. I get Let's it. Scroll
3: back through my Amazon um, purchases. Yeah. <laughs>
1: because we live in the land of Oz, Northwest Arkansas. That's Kansas. With, no. Ozarks. Oh, no, this is, oh, this oh, is the Ozarks. land of Oz. This is Oz Trails. Uh, I bought a mountain bike over covid and I'm too embarrassed to tell you how much I spent on that mountain bike. So embarrassing how much money I spent on it. But the mm. best money I have ever So is it embarrassing spent, because of how much maybe you not spent ever. on
2: it? Maybe not ever. But Yes. because Okay. I'm, yes. Just, so that's not really an embarrassing purchase, though. Oh, yeah. He's had if some embarrassing
3: moments on that purchase. There have been some embarrassing moments that we've
2: seen on social media. No no medical bills yet. Yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yet. Yeah. Uh, yet. But you've done an endo, haven't you,
1: on it? Oh, yeah. I've gone (laughs) over the handlebars (laughs) twice. The worst thing I did was I ran into a tree (laughs) and I felt that for literally three months.
2: My friend Kyle sends me, we send each other like fail videos where people just have stupid accidents. Oh, yeah. A lot of them are mountain biking. Oh, yeah. And so I'm just wondering if maybe someday we're going to see one of your videos. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's my favorite when you hear the like thud. Mm-hmm. Of the head hitting like the tree or the concrete. And you're like, are they alive? Are they alive?
1: There was a thud to be hitting the tree. Uh so thank goodness it was like not my head as you suggest it could be. But uh, it hurt. But enough about me. That was my embarrassing purchase. Mm-hmm. And it is embarrassing. And so
3: well, I uh, I purchased a tube of blue lipstick. There was a very very short short window when blue lipstick was in style. Really? Um, <laughs> yes. The actual worst part. I don't
0: believe you one bit. No, it was it <laughs> was
3: there like, was a whole you line. Nineteen
2: eighty.
3: No, recently, like since I've been out of college, which. Was just was it a after few that years ago Friends
2: where Joey had blue lipstick? No, on?
3: no. Listen, <laughs> that's Japanese, not even the, the worst Japanese part. Rehearsal? I went into Ulta, and I am very normal with makeup. But I was like, I'm gonna get some blue lipstick. So I'm searching <sighs> for blue lipstick. And if you've ever shopped in Ulta the signs don't really line up with the products properly. It's actually, I need to go in and tell them that. And so I can just reorganize. Maybe they'll hire me to do that. Um, but anyway, so I'm over there testing out these shades of blue lipstick to see which one's most flattering on me, which it's blue lipstick. So I've got it and it's like all over my fingers. I'm like, this one is not (laughs) coming off. I've like dyed my lips. And so this girl comes over and she's like, can I, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, I'm trying to find, you know, an in style blue lipstick and she's like, "Well, what you currently are wearing is um eyeshadow." <laughs> and it is oh, the pigmented so it is like stained my lips, stained my fingertips. I can't that touch my face. Hilarious. I can't touch anything.
1: That is so on your lips. I, how long did it
3: last? It was on for a very long time. Ellen. I bet you
1: gasoline would help get it mm,
3: on. I just I got what I needed. She did. There was one blue lipstick, so it didn't matter if it was flattering or not. I bought it and I left, and I did not return for quite some time.
1: That is awesome. Oh that is awesome. That's, that's really that's really, really embarrassing. Story. It
3: was very fun, and I'm glad that I have it that, forever. She
1: like killed two birds with one stone. She not only gave it him like a. We're gonna put this into the category of dumb purchase. Yeah, <laughs> no. But it was like one of the most. It's gonna come in So
3: if I ever need to fake that, I'm very cold. <laughs> there you I'll go. have blue lipstick. Oh, oh that's no.
1: awesome. That was thank. You, thanks for sharing. that. You're anyway. welcome. That was good.
0: Well, mine's not as dumb as that.
3: <laughs> I hope yours is also a lipstick.
0: I think Ali wins. I mean, Ali I is mean, just hands down. Not that it's a competition. Mine's kind of sad. It's always a competition. But it's, always a it's, competition. it's not like the worst purchase someone can make because uh-huh. you're investing in yourself.
3: We'll be the judge of that, <laughs> David. But,
0: I like how he's trying to justify this. Okay, okay. Article. So, I graduated high school, right? Good job. And Did I decided you? I was going to go to college.
3: Oh, no. College was the
0: worst purchase <laughs> I've ever made in <laughs> my entire life.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
3: tell everyone your major. Because <laughs> I'm still
0: paying for it now. Yeah, tell everybody your major. Um, yeah. So, I wanted to be a business major. I went to the University of Arkansas. One of the best business schools in the nation, and I got like three classes in and decided I hated business. I hated it, I hated it um so I decided i'm gonna change i I like history, it's fun I liked it in school might as well major in it, you know might as well <sighs> that was a terrible mistake <laughs> five years later yeah um five i graduated i graduated in twenty fourteen and I'm still paying for college eight years later.
2: Welcome to America.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I felt like this would be a good segue. But yeah, way to bring us down. Um, wow, I know. Can we go? Back okay, to but it's here. But I would not trade <laughs> yeah, yeah. the friendships and you know relationships that I made in college for anything. Look, yeah. So there's like it. a there's a trade-off there. Yeah. Trying to spin it back to, the but positive. the the dumb <laughs> thing about purchasing it or paying for it was getting a history degree. So if you're out there listening. Please, if you're a history major,
2: just stop. Please do just not
0: stop. get a history major. You will never use it.
3: Unless you go on no, onto Jeopardy, no. maybe.
0: There's no unless because once you get out of <laughs> you out of college, Indiana you Jones. don't remember anything. You don't remember anything. That's true. You could have true.
2: become Indiana Jones. You could, could have been Davy Jones.
0: That's the C, that's isn't a, it? The locker. Right. He you're has right. a locker you're under right. C or something.
3: Like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it was a locket. I fall for. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like a little necklace davy jones locket davy jones locket
2: <laughs> oh wow we've lost it so i fall prey to the <laughs> facebook ad videos often <laughs> oh, and so no. i uh, will sometimes just you know see a product and I'm like oh I, wanna, I want that like i don't i don't oh, know why i want no. that and so i bought a weed puller <laughs> a what a weed puller okay and, and watching the video, and like, this is a really cool thing. And, mm-hmm. and a friend of mine had also bought one, and I was like, that's kind of nice. You like stick it in the ground, you stand yeah. on it, and it pulls the weed up, right? So I, I go to the website, and it's a terrible website because it's like, you know, please steal my money.com or something yeah. stupid like that. And so I ordered this thing, and I'm like, okay, cool. And then it comes in the mail, and I, number one, forgot I ordered it. Number two, what came in the mail was nothing <laughs> like what the oh, picture no. was on the website. So I'm looking at this thing on the website that's like, you know, three feet long and you stand on it. And it's got little hooks and everything. And, and what comes in the mail is this thing that's like a forked screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is not at all the same thing. And I never since I forgot I ordered it, right, I'm just standing there looking at it going, I don't. Why do I have this? Why like why? <laughs> why did this come in the mail to my name? And I didn't understand why I got it. And so I literally posted it on Facebook. I was like, "Does anyone know what this is?" Because I didn't have a clue yeah. what I was holding in my hands. The and size like,
1: of this object may appear larger, right? On and our so ads. I li- I literally posted. it. Or
3: exceptionally it. small. One completely
2: different look. I mean, the thing I had was like a long pogo stick looking thing, and this was a Mm-mm. curved screwdriver with uh, forks. Oh man! So I posted it to social media and asked everybody, "I'm like, hey, Facebook world." What is this thing? It came in the mail, and I have no idea what it is. And after all kinds of crazy, stupid responses, I get, that's a weed puller. Oh, Um, the thing I ordered, but that wasn't even it. So I responded to the company and said, hey, what you have pictured and what I got in the mail are not the same thing. And they said, oh, yeah, you clicked on the link under the picture, not the link in the picture. Oh, oh, whatever. Maybe you got the travel mm, size. I think the communication department probably... To learn something from that, yeah, them, like probably about or they, know, <laughs> yeah. So or they did it on purpose, false advertising. So they were like, Well, we'll gladly take it back and refund you your money, but you have to pay $20 for shipping. I'm like, I only paid $10 for the <laughs> thing, no. so uh, yeah, I still have it today.
3: Well, do you have weeds? No, no. good, it works,
2: but that's because I used to spray and it,
3: <laughs> mm.
1: man, crazy. Was well, we, uh, are diving into this topic on finances and the stress of it all. Uh, what is it exactly that stresses you out about finances? Like what's your, what's your struggle financially? Is it making silly purchases? Is, well, I pointed to James, but I have to look at out too. <laughs> <Yeah>. Blue, <laughs> she, blue lipstick. It
3: was an lipstick. investment. I still uh, own it. Yeah.
1: I still own the wheat bowl.
0: And
3: I will gladly rent it to anyone.
0: <laughs> I mean, I still have my purchase. It will be with me forever. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
3: I think it's more so so I don't regardless of my story, I don't really make ridiculous purchases often and it's not even that I spend money often. I'm I'm very strict with my money. Most everything I own, I could probably tell you the price I paid for it cuz I'm really excited to find a sale. Um I get more stressed when it comes to finances thinking about paying off debt. Yeah. Student loans. It's you just Everybody has them. Not mm-hmm. everybody has them. When, when you have them, you feel like you are the only person in the world. Right. But the thought of taking on more debt as I age is very terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. So Michael and I do not have children yet. One day we would love to. We would also love to have a home. And we would love to have cars that are paid off and student loans that are paid off. And none of those things get cheaper yeah. in time. And so um, I think that's, to me, the most terrifying thought that causes stress um, in terms of finances. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. And I know three out of the four of us have student loan debt. Yep. Or for me, it's for Ashley with her mm-hmm. master's degree. But oh, sure. Blame it on your wife. It's her fault. Blame <laughs> it on your wife. She's so it's intelligent. I was wise enough to let my parents pay for mine when <laughs> me, I was younger. Me so. too. It was kind of you. <laughs> my parents looked at me and said, <laughs>
0: You're on your <laughs> own. Good luck, ride. bud.
2: You're <laughs> right. <laughs> this will teach of us you. i are spoiled. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I resemble that remark. Um, so, resemble? resemble I said that on purpose oh, okay um, I was the youngest of course I was spoiled yes it's no the no baby life the baby. I understand it's just David gets it no I don't <laughs> <laughs> well so you know what stresses you about financial finances is such a loaded question right because mm-hmm. everybody is going to say oh I don't make enough money or things are too expensive or inflation or mm-hmm. uh, just welcome to the world you mm-hmm. know and it's always funny to me being seasoned as we've said um like looking back at when I was younger, thinking, "Man, I can't wait to just be out of the house and be an adult and be on my own." And <laughs> that's like, Regrets. I really wish I would have stayed at home longer and been much smarter when I was younger. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, and I just didn't. So, we, uh, in preparation for today, we kind of looked at some information from the Federal Reserve. And uh, what do you suppose? Did you guys look at it? Yes, I but at I've it.
3: slept since then. Okay,
2: cool. I did not. So, <laughs> good job, David. Were, if you were going to guess. Um, this is 2019 data. What do you think the average debt is? I'm going to talk to you guys because you guys are in the first age group. What do you think the average debt is of people less than 35 in thousands of dollars? Now, keep in mind, this is like your car loan, student mm-hmm. loans.
3: So everything credit combined? Card you might
2: have a house loan. If you're old, if you have a house, I mean like, what do you think the average debt is for somebody under the age of 35 in, in 2019? I'd, I'd
3: say
0: like 60 70
3: that's exactly 000. what I'd say sixty thousand is where I feel like is a good medium hundred
2: and two thousand
3: well that's more accurate yeah yep. it cuts 000. me deep it hurts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so for people in my age range it's 189 thousand
3: 189
2: yeah 189 thousand which that sounds like a huge number right but if yes. you think about a house payment, you think about a house and, and being in debt. Well, on I a can't house. think about it;
3: It just causes me great fear.
2: <laughs> um, that's, just, that's just a number. And for Alan, let's see, seventy-five and older. <laughs> <laughs> Zero debt. Uh, just kidding. So All for retired. Alan, Sorry, we're paid off. Man. Alan, your age group is actually less in debt than my age group is. One hundred and seventy-seven thousand. Yeah. Smarter. Yeah. Gen X. smarter. yeah. <laughs> Are just, you in Gen X? Are you? You're in the. I'm not I'm not Gen X. I'm not millennial. And I'm not Gen X. I'm in this weird thing in between. Yeah, called James. They call us Zennials because we didn't grow up with technology, but we adapted mm-hmm. to it quickly. Oh, And that's kind of like the dividing line of people that yeah. struggled to adapt to technology. I uh, So, yeah, it's just really you. interesting. So that was the um, average debt. Now, remember, $189,000 for my people. What do okay. you suppose <laughs> for my people? <laughs> yeah. What do you suppose for those same age ranges is the average income?
3: It's definitely not for us, 102000 If no. it is, I'd, um, Show I I'd. might job. cry. I'm going to cry. I would say 50000
2: What do you think? Average income for your age group? For, for your age group. For my age group? Yeah. For a couple or an for, individual. For household income for people 35 and under.
3: So household could be two. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, I'm going to go 80. Interesting. It's actually right in the middle for you guys. It's 65000 so, hey, yeah, good
3: work, pal. 65,000 right for
2: people, 35 and under. Now that could be singles, married, yeah. whatever. Um, So for my age range, it is, oops, I'm cut off of it. 111,000.
3: Yeah.
2: For Alan's age range, it's 145,000. We're loaded. Loaded. <laughs> <No, dude. laughs> you know, I mean, and so when you start thinking about these numbers, right, and you're like, man, money is just money. And it's just, it's just something that stresses people out. The reality is we're all kind of like living at this point where we're living at our means or above our means. Mm-hmm, even yeah. That's kind of what the numbers show from from the Fed whenever they're talking about things. And you don't even want to get started about how much money people have in the bank. It's really, really sad. Um, the numbers, I guess I can pull that up here really quick. But the the um, the assets, like how much money does the average family in 2019 have now this is the value of your car, the value of your mm-hmm. home, the value of all that stuff. It's like thirty-five and under. Yeah, under thirty-five and under. This is actually a shockingly high number.
3: Oh, to
0: the me, value of everything, like yeah. all assets, yeah. income, everything,
2: mm-hmm.
3: including tubes of blue lipstick.
2: <laughs> including tubes of blue lipstick. Twenty
3: thousand. Oh, I don't know. Wait, what is that say? including
2: what we
0: said earlier, like that income? Yeah, income this is like income, this income and this assets.
2: Is your assets. Oh. So assets is what do you car have that you own? I was going to say 20. Like How did you
3: go under- I was just thinking of car and majority of people don't own a home at my age. Right. So that's I just literally just car.
1: And probably don't even own the car yet, probably still paying on the car.
0: <laughs> yes, that's right.
3: kind of what I was thinking. So
2: I mean, are we
0: including income in this number? No. Okay.
2: This is assets. This is okay, just money assets. In. This is what you would have in a savings account in I'd say 40. Retirement accounts, your car value, all that kind of stuff. Less than 20, I think.
3: You said it was shockingly high.
2: 157,000. What? How's that work? What
3: are people buying? Isn't that
2: amazing? Now, that's the assets, right? But yeah. let's talk about what they actually have in the bank. I'd like to see an itemized list. Yes. <laughs> well, it's so got, with a, the it's got it itemized. We won't go into it. But what do you think? Okay, so that, let's just now talk about money in the bank. You're not talking about your cars. You're not talking about your payroll. You're talking about how much do you have in savings? How much do you have that is just sitting there that isn't assigned to go to a bill?
3: This is not a personal question. No, no, no. no. <laughs> All right, thank you. Amen. <laughs> zero. <laughs> Negative $43.
2: zero. Forty-three dollars and seventeen cents. Um,
3: okay, this one I feel like is going to be low.
0: Our age range doesn't What's save. The question
3: yeah. Again? yeah, I'm going to so say fifteen. Fifteen thousand.
2: Money in the bank. 15, oh, okay.
3: Is that too high? Not
2: value of your cars, not value of your home, not right. value of so, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say like it's gonna be way less. Yeah, than I was gonna that. say ten at the most, eleven thousand yeah. thirty-five. Yeah. Okay. So for my group, I that's only I what I was twenty-eight thousand.
0: How much? Twenty-eight thousand. Just in savings. Mm-hmm. Alan's it group sounds is like a lot of money 000.
3: to me. Mm-hmm.
2: How much was that? Forty-eight. Forty-eight. Wow, you're loaded, and that's not including <laughs> retirement, right? That's that's, not, like that's not including retirement. Right. So it's like for your age group, it's a number for my age group that doubles. Alan's age group it doubles. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of crazy how like just these small variances in years can totally change money. And so it just kind of shows like finances are all over the map. Yeah. yeah. Right. Finances are all yeah. over the map. And so absolutely finances create a lot of chaos and noise and stress for people because it, it does. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, but, but what keeps us like when we talk about finances and the stresses, what are the stressors? Um, what, what creates noise? in your finances? The stock market. You have stocks? What are those?
1: And then inflation, (laughs) inflation, house prices shooting up. So if, uh, And I think of younger people, like for you guys, it's so... Oh, I worry about the housing
0: market. You know, my there.
1: kids yeah. are not that much younger than you guys are. You know, they're, they're early 20s. And mm-hmm. so it's like, how in the world are they going to be able to afford a we, home? Yeah. We won't. <laughs> right. We and then never. inflation. Yeah, inflation, you know, that's in the news everywhere. So that's the kind of stuff that stresses me out. Is just like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. Uh, you can I'm see that... I'm not old enough to...
0: Recently, especially after COVID, mm-hmm. everything has gone up, like groceries... Yep. technology, mm-hmm. gas. I mean, everything is going up, but income is not. So it's its just, that's extremely stressful when it comes to like providing for daily needs, mm-hmm. but also how am I supposed to pay off debts if I can't just meet my daily needs too? Right,
3: right. So.
2: yeah. It's like when inflation goes up 8% and the average American raise is 4%. That's not intended to be a crack on American corporations or American employers. That's literally what employers can afford to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And so you're already technically for the next year, making less than yeah. what you made the year before because inflation has gone up so much. Yeah, yeah. And so
1: in anyone below 50, we have not – we don't remember inflation of the 70s mm. and, you know, I was just a little kid at that time. Just
3: barely. Just a little peanut. A little, yeah. So little. You're a
1: little nugget. <laughs> <laughs> a, little I, little nugget. a little chicken
0: nugget. little chicken
3: noogie. The other thing I think about, too, that is a stressor is – um Like, not wanting to live my life as a slave to money, which is, like, you would think is a freedom thing. But also in that sense, that means I want to love life. So I want to be able to take a vacation, and I don't want to regret it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you regret the memories, but then when you look at your bank account, you're like, Branson is very expensive, or whatever, you know? (laughs) So those things. I
2: like how your qualifier was Branson. (laughs) Branson is very expensive. I mean, of all the small places that you could go. All the...
3: Small, Small
0: places, places. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> That's it, music, Alan. Like,
2: music.
1: I understand. Blink one eighty two. Look them
0: up. Okay. Uh, no, of all the places as you go, Branton's doesn't seem like that big of a place, but it's so expensive to go just there. So everywhere else is going to be yeah. exponentially more expensive. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So. Well, so you know, Alan mentioned, and now you kind of mentioned something outside of that, but Alan mentioned a lot of things that we don't control. Mm-hmm. We can't control inflation. We can't control. Alan is literally looking up Blink 182. Yeah, you're welcome. I am wow. so glad we're back to doing video because people can see that he literally is going to be raging oh, yeah. in his office yeah. the rest of I'll the day. I want to be in the know. Small things. But Alan mentioned a lot of things that we can't control. We can't control inflation. We can't control the housing market. Mm-hmm. Are there things that we can control that create noise?
0: I mean, yes. There's a lot of times where I, I kind of just went on this binge of canceling subscriptions. Um, of things that i don't really need Mm -hmm. i like having the ability to have access to anything that i want to watch or any content and we i mean if we want to go back to the stress of noise and content just watch last week or listen last week's episode but um yeah things that we can control definitely those superfluous purchases of of subscriptions or like Hulu, Netflix, whatever you want to call it. I'm never giving up my Spotify because I'm a music junkie and Mm -hmm. I just need music. So, Did you give up Hulu? No, I didn't. (laughs) I was just curious. I I gave up. So one of those subscriptions was like a t-shirt subscription. And I already have a drawer full of random t-shirts it, you can get a t-shirt subscription? yeah so there's one called arkansas shirt club or t-shirt club i think and Is they just where you
2: get all those fayette chill shirts
0: no not fayette, no, chill, you can get those at fayette chill they're they're arkansas themed <laughs> shirts uh but i decided that it was time i already have way too many arkansas shirts and i needed to get rid of it and it was like 15 bucks a month mm. so it's like okay there's 15 i can get rid of yeah. those things
1: will add up too. yeah it
0: adds up so quick yeah. um and there were just other things that you can take out of just random stuff that you don't need. Um, mm-hmm. But once again, I'm not giving up Spotify. Well, you mentioned like. You can the take that from my dead or hands. ESPN. Yeah. Or ESPN. I don't, I don't pay for Do ESPN.
3: You you just else's login. Do you use my
2: account?
0: Do you use
3: my husband's I account? I will neither
0: comment <laughs> or say. If you can't say that
2: out loud, they might come after him. Yes. This is public. And the metaverse Gosh. will get us. You know, there was a time in my life where I was annoyed that? at how much cable cost. And I mean, that. that wasn't that long ago. That was like. Yeah. Six months ago, right, and so I'm like, "Why is this so expensive?" And then I realize, I'm like, "We pay for Disney,
3: mm-hmm.
2: we pay for Paramount, we pay for Apple TV, mm-hmm. we pay for Netflix, we don't pay for Hulu." And I'm thinking, I'm griping about how much cable costs, but then I'm adding adding all those all these other are subscription like, you're services, about the same, yeah. And I'm like, I'm paying even more. And um, <laughs> for those that I know, listen, I know these, this particular family does. Ricky Efting had a. <laughs> Post that said, when is somebody going to smarten up and just bundle all the subscription services and that's just going to become the new cable? Yeah. <laughs> it's for like, real, though. For real. I mean, because it, it but it annoys me. I'm like, I. Why? Yeah. Why? And why have I become complacent? Yeah.
3: And you truly it? only have a handful of hours to watch right. television. Right. So why do you need three hundred dollars worth of options? We don't. don't. Yeah, we don't.
2: You know, but, you know, so there are things that we do that. uh definitely generate and create noise and we, that's our fault, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, and then whenever we're stressing about money and we're stressing about things, um, do you budget?
3: Yes. I have Mm -hmm. a budget book.
2: No, I don't.
0: I tried. It doesn't really work out, but mainly it's budgeting is more of like a discipline of just, I don't eat out all the time. I don't do this. I don't budget for those things. I'm more or less, I will take them out of my schedule or my life to save money in those areas. Um, but no, I've tried to budget, but I mean, here's the deal. I have a an app that kind of does it for me mm-hmm. um, called Capital. And what it does, it it does the rounding up thing of purchases and then puts that money into savings. And so Lauren and I do it as as a married couple and that's how we save money. And we've saved a ton of money, like just doing that. Just with the roundup. Because mm-hmm. the cool thing is, it's like you're spending money, so you don't have you don't see that money anymore because it comes out of your bank account. But it, I mean, it stores away in a savings account. But it's like you're spending money, so you Plus, don't have that money at the end of the month. Much easier
2: because a dollar
3: amount. I think it's so beautiful.
0: Yeah. So it's it's definitely that's an easy way to budget without budgeting, um, and. It's been really successful for us because we've used that money to go on trips or like uh, give towards missionaries or things like that. It's a really good way to do that. I'm, I'm a big advocate of, of automating your finances, yeah. especially when it comes to saving.
2: Yeah. I used to be a diehard with checks. I was a check writer. Mm-hmm. I'm old enough. I'm a check writer. And then What's a check? Yeah. Um,
3: Republic. <laughs> yeah. And now, Czech Republic. And now we to. have
2: a checkbook whenever we have to do things like register for events at church or something. But mm-hmm. uh, like we don't. <laughs> what? He's so just being savage bad. right now. Is no. that an alley?
1: No. I'm
3: talking He's not, about, I also write checks though. I'm talking
2: about like whenever there's a choir event and she has to like write it. Mandria has to write a check for it or something. Oh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> only in church. <laughs> <laughs> so have to use Alan, check. thank
3: you for sticking up for me for nothing. That was funny. Yeah, I kind of thought that. Appreciate was that. <laughs> it.
2: Anyway, moving on. So no, like, but I used to be that way. And then eventually I kind of adopted, okay, now I'm going to do it all electronically through bill pay. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff, but I'm a hardcore budgeter. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just the numbers guy. I mean, I'm a hardcore budgeter. And so, um, you know, but, it's, it's important for you to understand where your money's going, Mm -hmm. you know? And the thing I cringe about, and I almost don't want to ask this question, but I kind of do want to ask the question.
3: We just want to answer. Do
2: you balance your checkbook? Do you balance your bank account? No, I'm horrible at Ashley's good at
1: it, but unfortunately
2: I'm the one overseeing the finances right now. Yeah. I'm twice a week. Mm -hmm. I I am twice a week. I I don't think I've
0: ever balanced a checkbook. Now I will say in elementary school, Yep, they PT taught us too. how to do checkbooks yeah. and they did checks and stuff like I that and so you, that. you had to balance your <laughs> you balance your checkbook if you were like buying a, a whatever from so I, I i learned how to write a check in elementary school and i think that was the last time i wrote a check
3: but also when we <laughs> were in school funny. banking was not the same way no it definitely yeah. was not like i remember those little stores on the corner in the sketchy parts of town what am I talking about? Even were you grew you, up in Northwest Arkansas? Yeah, there were some.
2: There's no sketchy parts of town.
3: Here. There were twenty years ago. There were a few. They just don't look at me. I nothing, grew up in Wisconsin. I know. So. I was like looking for some affirmation. <laughs> Help. But you go in and it's like a. I don't really know. You write a check and you get money. What is that? It's not a bank. Are
2: you talking about like those check cashing places? Yes,
3: check cashing places. What? Why did we have those? What are those for?
2: I don't know. Aren't those cashing checks?
3: Yeah, but can you just do that? I'm not even gonna say where I feel like you can do that at because that might be embarrassing for yeah, me.
2: Yeah, like payday loan places. I think that's yes, what you're that's about. like what yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah,
3: all the commercials. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: that's what made me think of it. It's like it's my money and I need it now. Yes. Um, JG. Women. Yeah. Those are loans. Eight seven Eight, seven, 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 seven cash, cash now. now. <laughs> golly. Do, does it Speaking ever occur? Noise.
3: Alan looks it up on his. Does does I, yeah. Just I kidding. Just not. kidding. <laughs> I'm scrolling
2: through. Does it ever occur to anybody that by not keeping track you're creating stress and noise yeah. because then you don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But here's the deal. We're, we're pretty good on that though. I think everybody feels like disciplines are hard yeah. and mm. doing them m- m- feels like you're losing control of your life because you're having to do something and you kind of lose the free will of like, I could do something else instead of budgeting or, mm. but I, I would much rather do what I want to than budget. And maybe that's just a bad discipline. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean you maybe that's it. a bad trait, but you you said it. I feel like you you're just it.
3: explaining uh, exactly what.
0: Yeah. But I'm a millennial and I don't budget. And there you don't go. don't balance your. Affairs.
3: And my name is because, David Bullard.
0: Because they do it for you, sort of. No. Online, yeah, sort of. I kind of think the same thing, David. Yeah. Oh online banking. Okay. <laughs> online banking is your balancing checkbook. Because 900%. you're not having to keep track of what when is, that money comes out, I use debit card for everything. I don't have a credit
1: card, so what that's where charges I'm, you the wrong amount. Or okay, I will
0: you look. At, I look at that. Sue I mean, like just I kidding. have, I'm conscious about the amount of money that I should have in my bank account. Yes, and then if it's more than that, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go back and look at the ledger and see what happened
2: here. So you pay all of your bills on a debit card. Yep. You pay your rent and like your utilities on a debit yep. card.
0: Yep. Everything true. comes out of my bank. We don't have a credit card because one Most it scares of is us. because it I'm
2: be automated, it, but yeah. like it comes out electronically; it doesn't come out off right. a card. Right? Yeah.
3: Since I started doing a budget book, and we actually track each and every expense, then categorize it to see where we've been bad and where mm-hmm. we've been very good—mostly bad. Um, that feels more like a balancing of a checkbook yeah. Yeah. for me. Yeah. So yeah. that—that's that, really that nice. Kind of falls
2: into budgeting a little bit. Yeah, you know, that's. I am. I am neutral when it comes to Dave Ramsey. Okay. And one of the things that Dave Ramsey says that I agree with is if you don't know where your money's going, if you don't know where your money's being spent, your money is spending itself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and and that's probably a completely terrible paraphrase, but basically like if, if you don't have control of your money, your money has control of you. Mm -hmm. And so I agree with that principle that he shares where it's like, you need to know what you're spending money on and you need to keep track of how you're spending money. Now we're with Bank of America. So Bank of America categorizes everything and we can pull up a graph that says, you spent this much on living expenses. You spent this much on entertainment. And it's always interesting to see because sometimes you're like gas and they put it in entertainment. I'm like, putting gas in my that car was not is fun. not entertaining no. at it's all. It's very sad. It's actually. very sad. It's yep. very distru- Like whenever it's over $100 because I drive a truck, it's very hmm. sad. But Well, maybe
0: you need to downsize your it's life. It's true. I do. I think
2: mean, hmm.
3: so, like, you could save some money there.
2: Um, so, But what, what I don't like about Dave Ramsey, and I think as all of us as staff, we've had to go through it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one of those things that they kind of ask us to do. Um, You mean
3: we got to go through it?
2: Yes, we got to go through Dave Ramsey. But I remember going through Dave Ramsey and having some younger staff members that were part of it. And, you know, one thing I don't like about Dave Ramsey is there's this unrealistic thing that he shares all the time about, well, imagine putting this money in an account that earns 18% interest. And then look how much money you'd have in five years. And he shares it as like this example of if you did this, this is what you would have. And it gives these people false hope of, man, if I can just save this much money and put it in an interest-bearing account that earns 18% interest, and then they go to the bank and realize you're going to no earn like thing. 1.2% <laughs> it, interest. doesn't yeah. say,
0: move the decimal point there. You <laughs> well, know, like 1.8%. Is, I have
2: earned 72
3: cents I've out of interest,
2: that's yeah. about it. Well, his logic that. is that if you're putting it in a credit card, you're paying 18% interest. Yeah. So rather than paying 18% interest, imagine if you earned 18% interest, but it's a false hope.
3: Imagining is mm-hmm. literally all I can do. Because you can't earn
2: 18% interest on it. Oh my goodness. There's you know. no
1: place you can earn eighteen right. percent. Not at all. Not at all. Stock Unless market?
2: you're like so loaded that that's yeah, not Cryptocurrency, that yeah. yeah. no that's where you get hey. yeah, NFTs, the yeah. <laughs> are that's those? true. Maybe there are some I don't places. Know. <laughs> so have you ever entered a season or have ever had to face a reality where you had to say, you know what, I've got to cut stuff out. Yeah. I know you were talking about um removing some subscriptions. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever faced that? And I know like probably Alan and I for sure have faced it because it's just something at some point in your life you do. Yeah. Yeah. But have you guys ever faced that? And and if so, like what can you explain the situation or can you explain what you did in order to kind of solve it?
0: So for Lauren and I, so Lauren decided that she was going to go full-time photography, which is self-employment a hundred percent. So uh, if you have a spouse or know somebody who is self-employed, it is very fluctuating every month. Mm. So it can get very stressful or it can be, just fine depending on the month. And so when we first got married, it was, it was a little stressful because like now we're all of the financial responsibilities on us. I'm not like splitting rent with a roommate. It's, it's us. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we had to be smart and we had to cut some things at the beginning and we had to be really smart with how we spent our money. Um, and, of course, as business has gotten better for her and as she's grown her business, it's gotten a lot less stressful. But, I mean, it's still stressful for her. And, you know, for me, when we don't have as much income from her side of her job coming in that month, mm-hmm. we are like, okay, we need to like be smart. We're not going to eat out this whole month. We're going to do, you know, eat at home. The unfortunate thing is now – Groceries cost just as much as eating out um, yeah, every day. Yeah, so it's like, crazy. where's the trade off there? Cause it used to be, well, there used to be a lot bigger gap
1: too. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness.
0: So, and then, but there, there are things that we, we said that we aren't cutting out like tithing, like that's important mm-hmm. to us. Yeah. And um, I mean, to give it a more religious spin is that, you know, when we trusted and knew that, you know, like we're doing our discipline of giving money to the church and giving our 10% and tithing, that we are trusting God to provide for us in those moments of stress. And he always does. Like even if it's not like someone randomly gives you a thousand dollar check, that never really happens. But I mean, sometimes it does, but it really in reality doesn't, you start realizing, you know, your mind starts changing of how you use money. Not, not like you're getting random money coming in. It's more or less, you find more importance in um, things that you're putting your money into when you are, tithing and giving money to the church your mind kind of changes there Mm -hmm. and so the stress of yes finances are especially on self-employment is is very stressful sometimes but I mean you look back the past almost four years now is like I don't think we ever struggled really it it's just kind of like oh wow you know God has provided not necessarily finances for us but just a mentality of okay, this is a smarter purchase or this is a smarter way of spending our money.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I bet in the moments there were times where you felt like you were struggling. Oh you yeah. felt yeah. like there was stress. It was like, we don't have any money. And it's always, you look back and go, Yeah, we do. you know, we were really okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really fine. Oh yeah. You know, and it was, it was difficult, but it was really fine. I would say, mm-hmm.
0: but that's not everybody's story. I know that yeah. people go through oh, job sure, losses and, sure. yeah. and stuff yeah. and it's hard to prioritize tithing and prioritize giving to the church or whatever. Uh, so it, I mean, there's that stress there is actually being a good disciplined follower of Christ and doing those disciplines. It's hard when you don't feel like you can even live on that Mm -hmm. day. So
2: Mm -hmm. yeah, I remember somebody giving me an advice a long time ago. Always make sure you give to God, right? Like always make sure you give to God. Don't Mm -hmm. sacrifice that. Trust in that. If you're looking at your bills and going, I can't afford to. Give to God. You need to cut something else out. Right, mm-hmm. and that was like, and don't tell me that. I don't want to hear that. But <laughs> it really was one of those things that you know kind of stuck with me, and we kind of learned it, and it's kind of been okay. Let's just make sure. But um, 2012, 13, somewhere around there. I- all I remember is gas prices in Kansas City were like over four dollars a gallon. Yeah, mm. and my wife worked across state lines, and it was like a forty-five minute drive through traffic every day one way, and we both had uh, SUVs. I worked less than a mile from home. She worked 45 minute drive. And basically when we started looking at the math, she was paying more for gasoline to go to work than she was bringing home her paychecks. Wow. Yeah. Like that was terrible. It mm-hmm. was a terrible reality for us. Yikes. And so we kind of hit one of those times where we're like, okay, we have to make a decision about something to do. You know we're on video, right? And people I can do. see you standing up. <laughs> but uh got a leg cramp. We uh, we had. Uh, <laughs> are you getting, getting stressed out about money? Yeah. Say, uh Oop. Finance is really stressing out, man. I, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, but no, we we had to face this reality of this is we're working backwards. Mm. We are working backwards financially, okay. and so we just was kind of like, all right, we had cut out cable, we had cut out a lot of stuff, and we were like, we are just struggling church income. I'm like, Oh my goodness, we are not cutting it. We are not making it. And so I remember one day we, I just told my wife, I said, Hey, I want you. And we had talked about it. It wasn't like this was a shock and it was like, Hey, I just want you to come to a dealership. A guy at church owned a car dealership. I said, I want you to take a look at a car that they've got. He's got a couple of options for you that we think you'll really like. They're smaller, more economical for this trek you're having to make. And it's funny in hindsight when we tell the story. I just wanted her to look. I, d- I wasn't expecting that to be the moment we did anything. And she said she got in her car and knew that was the last time she was getting in it, and that she was going to trade it in. And uh, so, again, wasn't at all the what we had planned, but it kind of just happened. And uh, we walked away with a different car that day that was much more economical. Mm-hmm. Within a week, her company said, "We don't have enough office space. You're going to work from home." <laughs>
3: And she was like, I've kept get my car. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 There's part of that, right? That you're like, what? I just did this thing. But it was funny because, you know, I had a completely different mindset about it than she did. She approached it from this is it. We're making the decision. We're moving ahead. And again, we'd been talking about it. It was mm-hmm. like we knew our financial situation was we were struggling. And so we had to make a decision. And we I, like I was willing to trade mine in, too. And they're like, you're not going to get any better gas mileage in something smaller because you don't drive enough. Mm -hmm. You're already getting bad gas mileage because you literally just drive in the city to and from work, and so there's no reason to get rid of both of them and deal with all that expense of doing that. So we traded her SUV in. We got her car. That was actually the car we had when we moved here um, to Arkansas. And within a week, she's working from home. She spent the next couple years working from home, not spending anything on gas. Mm -hmm. Our insurance rates rates dropped on that car because she wasn't driving it. And then a family (laughs) in our church had had some kind of an issue where they basically had the whole family was down to one car and they had a daughter that was commuting to college 40 minutes away. And so we were said, Hey, we've got a car sitting in our garage that we literally don't drive. Mm -hmm. And so it was just amazing how through that faithfulness of what we knew we needed to do, what we knew we needed to do to continue to be faithful. Cause you know, it's like, Oh, we could just cut out tithing. We could just cut out, you know, this and that. And like, well, we'd already cut everything out except for the basic expenses (laughs) and tithing. Mm -hmm. So what was left, you know, but through our obedience to what we knew, and we felt like God was asking us to do, we did it, and God blessed us greatly for that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was pretty cool just to kind of see God work and all that kind of stuff through a moment of what was stressful and struggle turned into a moment of huge blessing, not only for us, but then God allowing us to bless a family. And I think, we did. and I
1: think, young couples, all of us, you know, we we went through that. You guys are kind of going through that. It's like where you learn the lessons. It's kind of forces you to learn what you didn't learn in school, mm-hmm. whether you weren't paying attention or whether you didn't take a finance class but it it really does those hardships that become good stories yes, they do and mm-hmm. you look back at those things and i can remember us trying to pare down everything we can to the lowest denominator just cut all of our expenses and like we are down to the bare we have to pay our water bill we have you know what i mean mm-hmm. and we couldn't go any lower we lived with one car for the first 11 years of wow. our marriage
3: wow
1: and so it's just one of those things that we had to do you know mm-hmm. we were Either planting a church or doing something in ministry. And so, um, did you have a
2: bicycle back then? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not a mountain bike. Not a mountain
3: bike.
1: And so, but uh, yeah. So, just for you guys, I just want you to say it'll get better, you know, even though, you know, our financially, our, with our country and with the world, things look kind of haywire. Mm-hmm. You know, we've always gone through those fluctuations. You guys will come out and one day You'll you'll look back and it'll be a good, good memories of, of challenging times for sure.
2: That's all
3: I had to say. That's well, all you had
2: to say. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It was really good though. That's <laughs> encouraging. Thank <laughs> you. <Alan. laughs> encouraging, you know, though. one other thing I do have
1: more. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I had a leg cramp by the way, and it goes with the story here is I was moving my daughter into her first apartment <laughs> yesterday with that and, and uh, everything that we purchased yeah, we had to take up flights of stairs. Fun. And so, but like I have a, Course, this is not helpful for her, possibly, but I'll, I put together her budget. This is what oh. you can afford, like mm-hmm. in every category. And just to say, I set wish her someone would have done right that for me <laughs> when I moved in my first apartment. And so, trying to help her not to make any big, you know, mistakes with that. Was that the apartment where you and Jonathan shared a room?
0: No. Okay. I had an apartment in college. Okay.
1: Oh. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and, and, of course, she's just shocked. She's just looking at her early paychecks like, oh, my goodness, taxes. This is a killer. FICA is <laughs> taking all your money. <laughs> That's right. So, yep, sorry about that. I don't know how that sounded on the other end, but I just ran into my mic. Um, but, uh, anyways, good lessons to learn. And you guys are youngsters. You'll, you'll make
3: it through. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I think it's important to, um, one, save money, depending on wherever you are financially. Just start saving money. Um, not that it's going to give you complete comfort in and for the future, but it is nice to have a safety net of whatever yeah. m- amount that you have, um, because things will go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Dave Ramsey always yep. is is big on saving money to the point where you're you or, you know, not just wasting money by saving it. It's just sitting there and you can't pay your bills kind of thing, but it's always important to save money because one thing that Lauren and I want to do is to be able to do those things for the church, like um, have money to like, just give a big lump sum to a missionary that needs to go on a mission trip or Mm -hmm. be able to help fund um, a missionary that needs clothes for their school or whatever. It, those are things that we desire to do and, If you desire to do something, take action steps to do it. Mm -hmm. And so financially, if you're really wanting to help out and support the church or whatever it may be, um, take steps to do it, whether it's small, like a dollar a day or a dollar a month. I mean, that's not going to be a lot of money, but it's something. And it puts you in that practice. And it puts you in Mm -hmm. the practice of actually starting to save money. Then you start spending less on superfluous things it's just, it's a good practice and a good discipline. There you go. Back to those disciplines, disciplines. We love it. <laughs> um, to, you know, start saving money and do things that you want to do. Or for us, the nice thing about our savings app is that we can categorize things into certain. So like one of them, we, we support in Haiti stuff. We have a Haiti savings fund. We have a trip fund where we want to just go on a trip. We have money to do that. Um, we have our, uh, Oh crap savings account of <laughs> like, if something randomly goes wrong, we have money to do that. We have some for a car. So we just, we have all, all these different things um, that you can start saving money for. And it's just really good to have just a safety blanket. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I mean, it doesn't have to be a ton of money, but like I said, it's just nice to have something there.
3: Yeah, Michael and I also practice. We, we love a good discipline. Mm. Um, two things that we practice that have been hard, but really good for us is making a payment above if you can. Um, so when you have that extra income, don't spend it on frivolous things and just like, or superfluous, is that what you said? Yeah, really? superfluous. Superfluous. Wow, that degree really did you well. Um, so <laughs> like spending it on things that are going to help you in the long run. So you'll get out of debt quicker. And and so that's something that we've been, we've tried to be really solid about. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing too I am not um a millennial in the sense that I don't like automatic payments. I prefer the discipline of writing out everything so that mm-hmm. I know I've taken responsibility to pay for something. Yeah. And I know not everybody agrees with me on that because sometimes I cut it close in remembering when it's due. Um but then that way I know that I've done what I need to do to get it done. Mm-hmm. And so that whatever mental trick that that has on me or the effect that that has on me is really good for me. So Yeah. I do that thing. for
0: tithing. That's the only thing yep. I don't automate is tithing. Yeah. Just so I know that, that money I, is a discipline and exactly. you have to do it and you, you're, you're taking time on your day to remember to do it. And really what it is, is worship. So Man, I you can not convicted that worth, worth
2: tithing.
3: Is 1, you don't have to be convicted. <laughs> it's <laughs> just feel person. it for something kidding.
0: for me. It's just like, that is a, discipline that i know that if i just put it to automated thing it won't become a discipline it's just Mm -hmm. something i don't even think about and
3: i would never give more because i'm not paying Mm -hmm. attention and there's a month michael's also self-employed so again income fluctuates so you know there are times when you know maybe what we planned on giving is is not available that month um but we still have that discipline of writing it out and we can say okay well now we can give us this much. Or if there is a month where he's done really great in business, we can give over. But if it's on automatic, I don't even think think twice about about it. it. Yeah. So it, that's been good for us, but
2: yeah. Well, and what's great is, you know, we're four different people Mm -hmm. in four different stages in life and four different places. And what's really good is the reality that different things work for Mm -hmm. different people. And we all have different areas that there's noise, Mm -hmm. you know, and we all have different ways that there's noise and some of it's self inflicted, some of it's stuff out of our control. You know, but the reality is, we can, the, we've kind of all said it a lot. The one thing we can always return to is we can trust God to be faithful. Mm-hmm. You know, and we can trust God to kind of do that kind of thing for us. And, and
1: yeah. Here's a good quote um, I heard from a pastor God can do more with your 90% than you can do with your
3: 100%. Yeah. Think yeah. about that.
1: That's good. I, that, I mean, I've. That's 100% for true. Years. That's years. It's like, you know, you, you're giving. <laughs> Percentages. You're giving. I mean, it's all Math. his anyways. And, you know, uh, you're giving back 10% or, or more, whatever you're giving. But he can do more with that le- that leftover 90% than you mm-hmm. could do with your whole yep. 100%. And I, I was like, of course, we were already given at that time. But it, it's so true. And mm-hmm. God's been faithful to us when we just didn't know how we would make it fun stories that we could all share. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you guys are kind of in the middle of, ex- of experiencing that. We're kind of playing catch up on retirement because we were, uh, in ministry for so long, not getting paid a whole lot. Um, so that's where our catch up is, yeah. you know, is really like,
2: we're 15 years away from retirement or 20 yeah. years. And the stock market definitely causes me lots of noise when it comes to looking for <laughs> retirement. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that is so. stressful very stressful. Well, hopefully, you know, our conversation today has helped you in some way understand that, you know, not everything is in your control. Not everything is something that you can fix, but there are things you can do Mm -hmm. and you just have to find what works for you, you Mm -hmm. know, in order to kind of help relieve that stress and relieve that noise and help calm the chaos because there are things you are in control of and there are ways that you can, ways that you can manage. Yeah. We're done with your show. Awesome. (laughs) Don't forget to like subscribe and share.
3: Yep, we're done with our show. That was a good <laughs> closing, favorite. Alan.
2: You always tell me not I to I was waiting for notes. you to do your test. That'll already. be it, folks.
3: I did. we was, did so was talking about, uh, the, oh, the Andrea? Is this why yeah. That's why, last why we
1: you don't have handouts. Bro. This is not the way to end a podcast. No. All right, we're done. <laughs> you guys have a great week. We'll see you.